Hey everybody, it's your old pal Sawtooth Frank on this episode of the podcast. Stomping Jen comes back to talk to me about our first concerts, our favorite concerts, and our worst concerts. And we also talk a little bit about the movie 8th Grade. I hope you enjoy the podcast. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Okay, we're live. Welcome back to this podcast, Stomping Jen. Thanks for having me, Sawtooth Frank. You were such a hit. I had to have you back. There was overwhelming demand for your return. It's because I'm the best. The best, Jerry. The best. So we wanted to talk about music tonight you suggested the topic music right and i instantly criticized you for that topic being too broad broad. way too broad could use some narrowing so i'm here to narrow it down a bit great what idea did i have something about concerts what about concerts i had a great idea what was it we should talk about the best concerts the we best, ever attended. Best. Best concerts. But we could start with the first concert, the best concert, and then maybe the worst concert. That would be a good three things about concerts to so talk about. The best, the first, and the worst? Let's start with the first, in case the first is the best or the worst. Great. I think that makes sense. What do you think? Sure. Okay, so what was your first concert? My first real bona fide concert. Bonafide? Was seeing Nine Inch Nails at Madison Square Garden. And they op- the openers for that show were the Jim Rose Circus Sideshow and Marilyn Manson. Now, Possibly L7, but I can't remember. Did Trent Reznor at the time look like he had a worm, or was he fat Trent Reznor, or was he incredibly muscular Trent Reznor? Um, this was 94, so, so he, would have he was been like worm... Helminth-infected Trent Reznor. <laughs> uh, not fat, not muscular, sort of drenched in black, long hair Trent. So, industrial goth Trent. Yes. yes, this was, I think, at the height of their first, maybe, I don't know, was that their first mainstream? I put that in air quotes because I don't know that they were ever really mainstream. They were very popular in 94. They became mainstream, absolutely. Yeah. When Fuck You Like an Animal That was came that out. album. That then they became totally that was, mainstream. That was the album, yes. Yeah, and then that kicked off the, the whole spiral. Um, what's that electronic music called? That whole movement. What music? Remember, like Prodigy and all those people. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. Feel the pressure. <laughs> that one. Uh, yeah. I don't what's know that what, kind of music called? I don't know the answer to that question. Interesting. Industrial goth. I don't know. It industrial? Is industrial. that what it is? Well, Nine Snails, I think, is considered industrial, yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, that was my first real concert experience. We took the train. Didn't into you New sneak York City. to that concert? No, my parents, oh, your parents knew. You were knew? Going. Yeah. Yeah, they knew. How old were you? I was a senior. A senior in what? High school. <laughs> in high school. <laughs> 
Yeah. So you took a train. I took a train. I lived in New Jersey. We took a train to Madison Square Garden. Was it a downtown train? I mean, it went downtown, so I guess. I mean, we took the commuter rail from Madawan. That was a Tom Waits reference. Uh, sorry. Uh, Would you say you were a Jersey girl on a downtown train? So, anyways, <clears throat> that was my first concert. How dare you skip by my double Tom Waits reference joke with a... <clears throat> not nice. So that was my first concert. Okay. Uh, we got general admission tickets, so we were down in the mosh pit. Gross. Back when people used to actually mosh. Disgusting. Uh, my friend and I immediately upon the start of the concert got separated. I did not locate her again until the end of the show. Hmm. Um, How was the show? What did they play? I don't remember what they played. I mean, I probably made a set list of it at some point, but it was a lot of stuff from their... I only had, like, I think that was their fourth? No, third. Did they play um, Fuck You Like an Animal? Yes, they definitely did, because that was the album that they were touring for, Downward Spiral. And that song... Did people go crazy? Closer is on that. Was that a encore, or was it part of the main... I don't remember the particulars, I must admit. Because we liked it so much. And this is back in the day when you had to like go to Ticketmaster to purchase tickets. Like I remember that. They had a Ticketmaster location in the local supermarket. Anyways, we had such a fun evening that night. Remember when you had to go stand in line to buy tickets? Uh, We went back the next day to get tickets for their show out in Long Island at Nassau Coliseum. Can you say Long Island? Don't make me repeat words that you know I'm going to fuck up. Okay. So that was my second concert. No, ever. I didn't ask like you about second concert. A week later, we went again to go oh, see. All right, well, that show. kind of counts as the first concert. Yeah. Anything else about that first concert experience? It was also like a strangely a large group of other individuals from my high school also went to that show. Mm-hmm. There was like a whole bunch of people that. You said you were a senior in high school. Yeah. How old were you? Like sixteen, right? Because you graduated early. Yeah. I don't remember. if I think the show was in the fall. I met you when you were 18 and you were a sophomore in college. Yeah, wasn't that crazy? <laughs> Someone arrest this man. So, you must have been 16. Okay, so, what about, um, were there any drugs involved in this concert? I don't think I got any drugs at this concert. But Nobody's my... listening. You can... No, no, no. My, no I'm serious. My us. friend Sarah definitely had smoked weed with some... With some what? Random people down in the mosh pit. <laughs> oh, boy. That seems like a dangerous place to smoke weed for the first time. I don't think it was the first time. No. I wouldn't do anything with anyone in a mosh pit. Why not? I would stand off on the edges of the mosh pit and watch... No, like if you're anywhere near, like unless you're like nowhere near. No, there's the a lot of jostling that, yes, there's much that jostling. occurs. I yeah. don't, I don't care to be jostled. It's not comfortable. It's not fun. You would not enjoy the mosh pit. And back then, um, this was an indoor concert. Is it Madison Square Garden? This is when people they let you smoke inside. Oh yeah, everybody was smoking. It would have been. It sounds like the most horrible concert I could have ever imagined. Being inside Madison Square Garden with people smoking and drinking and moshing. It's terrible. Tell me about your first concert. Well, Well. my first concert, Mm -hmm. I was a junior in high school, I believe. Maybe I was a senior. No, it was 1989. It's when Full Moon Fever came out. So maybe I was a sophomore. But it depends when he was touring. I don't know when he did it. Tom Petty, Full Moon Fever tour. It was at what used to be Great Woods down... um, In Mansfield. In Mansfield, Massachusetts. Now it's called the Xfinity Center, right? Yeah. So it's a 
Excuse me, it's an outdoor venue. Nobody wants to hear that, by the way. Everyone wants to hear it. No, it's nasty. I'm going to add an effect to it so it reverberates. 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 Why can't I say reverberates? (laughs) (laughs) Say it again the right way. Revert. Stop. Reverber. Reverberate. Reverberates. All right, I'm going to add an effect so it reverberates even louder. That'd be awesome. So you went to go see Tom Petty. I went to go see Tom Petty with two of my friends that I worked with at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was super into Tom Petty at the time, too. Like, I hung out with these kids. We were all into, um, like, 60s and 70s rockers. I'm using air quotes there. Hmm. Um, like you mean pink- classic rock? It wasn't classic. Classic rock. No, that's from bullshit. In the eighties, we were... that wasn't classic rock yet. So it was like sixties and seventies would have been classic rock in the nineties. This was the eighties, as the I've 80s. said repeatedly. Eighty nine. Oh, because you're yeah. super old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gen X. So um, it was Tom Petty at Great Woods. Remember, we all piled into this guy's car my friend's brother who had just graduated high school like he was a total mystery to us he was like a mysterious figure he was tall and lanky um mysterious in the way that people in their 20s are to people in high school at least back then because we didn't have the social media so people not in high school but close to our age were kind of alien Especially if you didn't have somebody, um, you didn't know somebody in their 20s. So he's this like totally mysterious, cool figure. We piled into his like rusty little Corolla and drove the hour and a half down to um, Great Woods. I remember we parked in some woman's driveway he must have known. And then we walked like a mile and a half to the stadium. Um, I think it was like on a autumn night it was cold i remember that i was wearing my jean jacket with my u2 the joshua tree patch on it did i just lose coolness points (laughs) depends who you're talking to yeah and so then we got there eventually got in there and like he disappeared like we were took us to our seats he disappeared the older brother and we watched the show and even then I remember and this is like a thing I experience now at every concert I go to after about 45 minutes I'm done and I want to go home so like there got to a point where like I think after the 10th song I just inside every time he played another song I died inside a little bit that's so sad no it's not I have a I have a limit I can only be entertained for so long. I can only entertain for so long. I got I got very oh, frustrated. That's it. You hit your limit. I got very frustrated and I wanted to leave. But then I didn't want to seem like the not cool kid and demand to leave. Yeah, so that's not cool. I sat there um, after about the 10th song silently resenting Tom Petty and <laughs> hating him more and more every time he played a song like do we really need to hear don't do me like that no i wasn't there to hear don't do me like that i was there to hear full moon fever that's what i wanted i didn't need the hits sprinkled in and that's when i realized when you go to a concert um the artists have to throw out red meat for the fans for like the old-timey fans not the new fans. I was a new fan. Full Moon Fever was the thing that brought me there. I wanted to see Full Moon Fever. I didn't want to hear um, anything else. So it was a very frustrating experience for me. And one that would be repeated many, 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 many times in my life. Hence, I hate concerts. That was my Why first concert. Why are you talking concert. about concerts if you hate them? We've got to talk about something. And you like music. And I like concerts. 
what do you like about concerts? I love... I still can't... I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this just to be funny or cute. I really don't understand what you like about the experience. So just let me break it down for you a little bit more, what I hate about concerts. Because you're going completely off topic. No, we'll come back to the topic. No, I remember the topic. topic first concert, first best concert, concert, worst concert. Right, and you're like going off on no, some odd tangent. No. A tangent's okay. A tangent means it's still related to the curve. A tangent touches this, the top of the this curve. This should have been the beginning of the thing because no, then you no. can talk about how much you dislike them. No, no. It but goes I where... Like, no. That's a whole topic. The conversation goes where the conversation goes. And you're this, going off topic. Okay, just note... Let me tell you. You're going off topic. Just call me off topic, Frank, then. So here... Okay. Here is... Here are, the, here are some of the things I hate about concerts. Um, I've already mentioned the fact that they rarely ever play what you showed up for. Like, I just went to go see, um, we went to go see Roger Waters for his new album. Um, is this the life real, we really want? Um, I know Roger Waters is controversial because some um, people will think his um, stance against the Israeli government is anti-Semitic. I'm not going to comment on that right now. That would that, be off that topic. That is super off topic. That's that's a tangent on the tangent. As well. I'm going to pull it back. Okay. Okay, so... Um, I just point out to people that a cat just jumped on your lap. No, just what is your point here? All right, so the point, the point is concerts. Um, they don't play the songs you show up to hear. What song did you miss out on not hearing at the Roger Waters concert? The whole album I was there to hear. What are you talking about? He played plenty of music no, from No, he that played album. three songs I counted. So let's move on. They don't play the songs you show up to hear. Number two, I don't like venues. I hate venues of all kind. <laughs> I hate outdoor venues. I hate indoor venues. Um... One of the things I hate about them is venues. The areas Do you hate that, amphitheaters. They're the they're worst sort of kind of venue. They are the, they are the worst kind they're of venue. They're covered pavilions that are outside. Like you said, they can't decide what kind of venue they want to be, so they're the worst. <laughs> so, so the thing, um, the thing that I really. Um, Sorry, I got off. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I was trying to fix something. There it goes. Um, so okay, all right. So the venues, um, especially the venues that have seats. I buy a seat mm-hmm. at a concert. Guess why I buy a seat? You only sit down at boring concerts. Guess why I buy a seat? You can sit down. So I can sit down. And guess what happens at concerts Everybody when you have a seat? Stands up. Right. Inconsiderate, rude assholes Go stand up. Go see boring concerts where people aren't expected to stand no, up. I won't go see them. When I go to a concert and I have a seat, I expect to sit. Okay. What? And then I get enraged when the person okay. in front of me stands. What next? Okay. Um, there's invariably people like smoking weed in there and they become giant like fish bowls, especially if they're inside. Or if you're outdoors, somebody smoking weed next to you. And often you have to drive to a concert, and that means driving home stoned on the Mass Pike. As the road stretches out before you, some kind of shifting, endless river of concrete. It's not good. The other thing I hate about it is the drunk assholes at concerts who stumble around... They sway back and forth. They bump into you. They shout obnoxiously. It's too much. And then, the thing I absolutely you said three things. Well, there's more. The thing I absolutely hate the most about concerts is the people who want to sing. I didn't come to the concert to hear Becky sing, or to hear Peter sing. I went to the concert to hear Tom Petty sing, or to hear Trent Reswar sing, or <laughs> or um, Roger Waters sing. I don't want to hear the fans singing. And, Are you done? No, and they're ex- they're way too expensive for all of that bullshit I just 
explained that you go through when you go to a concert. Okay, you done? I'm done. Every, well, one more thing. <laughs> You're not done. Just know, any concert I go to, whether it's with you or anybody else, I'm really going to under extreme objection. And just know inside that I'm, just know that inside I am miserable. Okay, I will and never every again. Moment of it. Ever. Okay. Ask you to go to a concert with me ever. All right. So that's why concerts are terrible. So we talked about our first concert. Um, best concert. What was your best concert you've ever attended? We've talked about this quite a bit. I think the Roger Waters concert still. Which Roger? Which Roger Waters concert? The one at Jones Beach. Where is Jones Beach? In Long Island. Stop trying to make me say Long Island. I'm not trying to make you say anything. Anyways, Jones Beach. What Jones was he Beach. touring? What was the name of that song? In the Flesh. Yeah. Yeah. That was a greatest hits tour. And that that tour was okay, actually, because he wasn't touring behind a specific album. So I didn't have the kind of objection I just voiced um, previously about not hearing the songs you want to hear. Um. If, if, if an artist is touring behind a specific album. Okay. That was... So what did you like about it? Well, it was a beautiful venue. Yeah. It's right on the water. Yeah. Wasn't quite an amphitheater. Maybe it was considered an amphitheater. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you could see the ocean behind the band. Didn't you have a urinary tract infection that day? Really? What? We all get them. What? It's irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. It is completely no, it's not. irrelevant. Here's why, here's why I bring that up. That concert must have been so good for you and such a positive experience that despite having a urinary tract infection that day, you still rank it at the top of your concerts. It was magical evening. Spent with you and your brother and your best friend. My best His friend. Best friend. A very good close friend. And he's he's going to be on a future podcast. Great. You're referring to um, Shiver and Jim. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, yes. The, the the listeners of Soft Serve will be introduced to Shiver and Jim soon enough. But okay, anything else about it? Um, while I was well-versed in what I thought was well-versed in Pink Floyd, they played music from Animals, which I had never heard before. And the Animals album? Magical, yeah. So they weren't, they didn't play like Animals songs? No. I mean, okay. the names of the songs are okay. Pigs and Dogs. Dogs, Sheep. Right. Animal-related titles to the songs. Correct. But it's not animal sounds. Right. Well, there are some animal sounds. Anyways, uh, it was a magnificently beautiful summer evening spent with my future husband. Who? I don't know. Me? Yeah. Okay. You didn't seem miserable that night. Oh, I was dying inside. It's terrible. Yeah. Mostly because we were at a beach, and I hate beaches, and I hate the sun, and I hate the it ocean. It was at night. I hate the ocean. It didn't happen during the day. We No, we were there when the sun was out, partly. Yeah, walking around. Yeah. But um, the show, I'll agree with you, was tremendous. My favorite part of it was the um, when he played the songs off of Amused to Death. His album used to death. I really so is that also your favorite concert, um, or is there another? I don't think so. Them? I don't think it is my favorite. What is your favorite? I want to give some more reflections about that concert. This was my. Oh. Now it's your turn. Okay, that's fine. Remember whose podcast you're on. If you would like to state more. No, nope, I'm not allowed to. Go ahead. All right, so my favorite concert, I 
think was probably Tom Waits in Boston. Mm-hmm. In that little theater we saw. Because at the time we saw Tom Waits, it was either 1999 or 2000, I can't remember. But I was like super into Tom Waits at the time. His excellent album, Mule Variations, had just come out. It was like at the height of my Tom Waits fanboydom. And the concert was absolutely amazing. But it also... So the songs were great. Uh, He played most of the songs off of Mule Variations, if I'm remembering. Um... He played some other ones that were really good, some classics, but he didn't pander to the crowd either. He didn't play the obvious classics. Um, But the thing that concert did for me was to make me realize I should never become a douchey fanboy. Because I remember walking up to the concert. Um, If people listening to this don't know who Tom Waits is, he kind of has this bohemian kind of image, um, hobo slashed with a hipster type of thing. He wears a pork pie hat, uh, a dirty suit, pointy shoes. He's got a really deep raspy voice, right? Um, so he's got a very um, uh, unique image, I'd say. Um, it's actually who Heath Ledger based the Joker off of when he played the Joker in The Dark Knight. Um, There are some interviews Tom Waits did with, I think, David Letterman that um, Heath Ledger studied to develop the Joker character, but that's another tangent. Um, No, that's a tangent off of a tangent. Anyways, um, is there a name for a tangent off of a tangent? You're full of them. Any trigonometry um, fans here? Anyone? Calculus fans? Okay, so anyways, as you're walking up to the Tom Waits concert, I remember seeing all of these very sad-looking people who were dressed like Tom Waits, like fumfering around and kicking their shoes in the dust and just trying to act all kind of hipstery and bohemian. I said to myself, oh my God, that is one of the saddest things I've ever seen. And it wasn't like cosplay either. These were people who were trying to adopt the persona of Tom Waits. It was very disturbing to me. So the music was great, and it also made me realize I should never become a um, a douchey fanboy. Great. Um, Second best concert... Wait. Oh, wait. We didn't... That wasn't a category? No. I was just going to add it. You're going way off topic. I'm allowed to. This is my podcast. You wanted to keep it narrow, and then you keep broadening the horizon. Oh, right. You were the one who was all about specificity. Well, I'm a... You know, I'm like a... um, I'm like a seafaring adventurer. Right? You're the pirate of the seas. I'm not a pirate. I'm just a... Just a... um, a well-intentioned adventurer, right? I set off for a specific location. And you get out there on the ocean, and um, you know you hit you hit you hit a, a continent, and there's a lot to explore. I mean, really, you're bringing this out of me. You're bringing curiosity out of me. You were the right person to do a music-related podcast with. <laughs> Okay, so what did we say? Worst concert? Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you bored? <laughs> what was the worst concert you've ever attended? Oh, God. You've had plenty of time to think about this. That Counting Crows concert you dragged <gasps> That was pretty high or low, I should say. How dare you? It was terrible. What didn't you like about it? The the auditorium was like half full. Okay. 
It was lame. Mm-hmm. Lame. Whining. <laughs> Adam Turrets. Round years. Screaming about his monkey. And who was his monkey? That chick from Friends. What's her name? I don't know. Patricia well, Arquette. Rumor has it, no, that the monkey was Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney Cox. Yeah. Anyways, I wasn't ever really into Counting Crows. I went begrudgingly. You weren't excited to meet Adam Duritz after the concert? No. Remember we met him? I do. He was nice. No? No. Okay. I thought he was nice. Yeah, that's why you had him sign a dollar bill and then you told him his music was okay. I was trying to be um, um, sarcastic. It was stupid. That was a douchey thing I did. I'll admit it. I enjoyed the concert. I thought the music was good. I'm, I'm a Counting Crows fan. I was trying to be edgy. But it is a true story that uh, he <laughs> signed my dollar bill. And later that, I think it was later that week, I got thirsty um, at the cafeteria of the university. So I bought a Diet Coke with it. Didn't you tell? I told the girl um, who who sold me the Coke that that was Adam Duritz's signature. She just looked at me and said, so? And she put it in the drawer. So somewhere out there, there's a dollar bill circulating. So if you come across a dollar bill with Adam Duritz's signature on it. I'd like it back, please. It could be real. I'll pay you a dime for it. You'll never know. Yeah. All right. That was your worst concert? I have to say it was pretty bad. I mean, then there was like... That terrible Fiona Apple concert. We that was going to be my. You, you stole my worst concert. <laughs> you so, can tell everyone um, about that. Oh God, that was bad for so many reasons. So many reasons. It was in this shitty theater in Northampton. Um, that's not why it was bad. That's one of the reasons it was. No, bad. it wasn't the right venue for her. Yeah. That. Well, all right. Well, at any rate. We could talk about what the right venue is for her in a minute, but... <laughs> Never again. Yeah. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. At all. No. And uh, one of the reasons was um, she spent about 75% of the concert hiding behind a piano and just like peeking out around a potted plant that was in front of the piano. I remember like some kind of weird, angry, but maybe slightly curious jungle creature wearing Pippi Longstocking knee-high striped socks and Is that what she was clogs. Yeah. Um, it was just such a bizarre concert. There's something wrong. There was some. I think there was something wrong with her. Um, it was just sad because. I thought it could have been a good show. It just wasn't. Yeah. And then there was these um, these girls behind us who were talking really through a loud. good part of it. And we had our friend... Um, I was too afraid to say anything. <laughs> Imagine that. But our friend, um, our friend, who is much braver than I, <laughs> told them to, to pack it up and get the hell out of there if they didn't want to listen. And, yeah. I think, and I think they did. They did. I think, I think they did. I think that's true. So that was the worst concert I think I've ever been to. Yeah. I think the... Um, then there's... I guess we could we could just talk about what the most disappointing concert was. That's not the same as the worst. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the most disappointing concert had to be Alanis Morissette, because I'm a huge Alanis Morissette fan. She was so weird. Yeah, I... She and she, she had the opposite problem of Fiona Apple. 
Like she, instead of hiding behind something, <laughs> she was like out in front. Running um, around. Running manically, around. Back and forth. Stomping angrily all over the place. Super weird. It was super weird and she didn't really do a good job singing. She was mostly like bark shouting. No, she should have just sat down and sang. Yeah. yeah, and I know people who saw her since then. She has done like all acoustic shows and they were... Better. Um, much better. They loved it. Yeah, that was not a good show. Yeah. The other really disappointing show we went to was when we went to go see Damien Rice. Oh my god. <laughs> we... That was terrible. That was terrible. Except for the end when he played some covers. Yeah. That, that was really god liked. awful. That was pretty. Yeah. Um, let me say the most surprising show. I saw was on Pussifer, that show we went to, the first one. Mm-hmm. Not the Luchador show, the where Luchador. they had a live Luchador act. That was awesome that in was its own way. But, awesome, yeah. Um, I didn't know anything about Pussifer, and um, we went to go see... Uh, what album was this for? It wasn't... No, it really. was. It was for the Cowboy album. The Green River album. No, whatever. no, that was the Luchador. No, you're wrong. Uh-uh, you're 100 wrong. I was pregnant wrong. with Althea. You've never been more wrong in your life. The Luchador album was um, Conditions of My Parole. Right, that's the one that no, has... No, I'm going to look it up. No, that's the one that on. has... No, you're wrong. The Verde Valley. No. Um, this is before his country album. No. Um, I'm telling you. Pussifer, Luchador... No, that's Tour. wrong. No. That was for conditions of my parole. No. Yes. Um, all right, hold on. Let me just put up Pussifer albums, and then we'll solve oh, this. Jesus. It was right after the poll the C is for oh, came my God. out. You've just, he you've didn't ne- tour. Okay, I got it. I got it. You've never been more wrong in your life. You ready? You ready to be shown how wrong you are? Okay. The 2011 tour I'm referencing was conditions of my parole. It says it right here. I was pregnant. I had Althea in right. 2010. This was 2009. No. And Money Shot was the La Luchador tour that we saw two years ago. Money Shot was the tour that we just saw. You're wrong. Yes, the one we just saw. They had the Luchadors. Yes. That's what I started off saying. Yes, but... Conditions in My Parole came out in 2011, and they were okay. touring. Thea was a year old. We didn't see that. She was born in 2011. She was born in 2010. What she was? Yes. Oh. I know when my children were born. Well, that's interesting. It was just, they were just touring. It was like he was developing his material. All right, let's move on. I don't like to dwell on how I'm wrong. Okay. Oh, my God. Anyways, what did you like about the Pussifer? Concert. Why don't you um, tell people what Pussifer is? Um, it's I'm a, sure not a whole lot of listeners out there. Listen. It's a band yeah. that has Jen's favorite singer in it, mm-hmm. Maynard James Keenan, who's also the lead singer of A Perfect Circle, and who's also the lead singer of a band called Tool. True story. Okay. It's his side project, but it's also like a theater show. Oh my god! All right. Here we go. We're gonna get a dissertation on Maynard James Keenan. Okay. What did you like about the Pussifer show? Um, the thing I really liked about it is for that, whatever that tour was they were doing, they had these like five themes. Yes. That they rotated. Um, I don't know what they were all were. One was well, like, like Western. Priest. One was like a um, Catholic imagery. Right, Catholic imagery. The other one was like police. The other one was like a butchery shop. I think the last one was like astronauts. So we got the Catholic imagery show. Um, so Maynard was dressed like a priest and his side singers and were like dressed as nuns. It was really awesome. Really, 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 Karina really around. awesome. Huh? Karina Round. What's Karina Round? That was her name. Is that a person? That was the chick that you fell in love with. I didn't fall in love with her. I think I was... Um, enamored of. Enamored of the um, 
the visage that she presented. But I didn't fall in love with her. I've only fallen in love with one um, person. Do you know who that is? Moving on. Interesting. All right. Um, so that was the most surprising show, I think. Um, I think we've talked about all of the, um, the, the topics. concert topics. The topics. There was another thing I wanted to talk to you about, though. Yeah. Yesterday we saw this movie, um, Eighth Grade. That's not music. I know. I'm changing the topic now. You can't just change midstream. Yes, I can because I record the introductions ahead of time. I mean, after the fact. I can change stream however I want. But I wanted to talk about music. We talk. We talk. No, we're keeping it narrow. We can talk about music again later. We can talk about music again later. You're switching on me. I am switching on you. Tell me about the movie we saw yesterday, eighth grade. Can you can you just summarize what it was about? Eighth grade. Yeah. It was well, about eighth grade. But what was the movie about? It was about a wallflower girl. What's a wallflower girl? She's quiet. Sticks okay. to the walls. Okay. And what happened to her in the movie? Um, Quick plot she summary. She learned some lessons about life and about getting through things and coming out the other side okay. All right, fair enough. What did you... Did you like the movie? Yeah. What did you like about it? It was very awkward. The movie was awkward? No, the girl was awkward in the movie. It capt- It perfectly captures the awkwardness of being that age. And trying to be yourself and not really quite knowing how you fit in with the world and in social circles. So what is that like? What did you what did you see on the screen that resonated with you? Like what is it like to be that age? Why don't you talk about what it's I'll like? I'll share my feelings in a minute. Oh. I'm just curious what you thought. I just told you what I thought. I know, but how is it like to be in eighth grade? What is awkward about being in eighth grade? Because you're not you yet, you're still becoming the person you're going to be. Tell me more. I'm not in therapy right now. I know you're not in therapy, but I'm interested in how you reacted to it. Like I, that's how I. What reacted about your own experience? I don't think it impacted me as much as it impacted you. Why don't you talk about how it impacted you? What is this your podcast all of a sudden? No, but I know that you had specific thoughts about the movie. Yeah, I reacted very strongly to it. So, um, where do I begin? I mean, my. I mean, I think you did an okay job summarizing what it was about. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, there were a couple of different elements about it. I think the movie was commenting on a couple of things. Like it was a it was a highly accurate depiction of the awkwardness of um, being, I guess, in, at the time I was in there, it was junior high, so seventh and eighth grade. That was junior high. It will forever be junior high to me. I know for some of you younger folk, um, that is middle school. Um, But, um, you know, I think there's, I mean, all the things we know about being that age, right? Um, I think if we look at the bell curve, most people... um, have either just started puberty or are, you know, on their way through the process, you know. And so for me, it was about, um, and I think they depicted this well on the screen, you know, um, the um, the girl, you know, struggling with the awkwardness of her body image. Um, and, you know, I don't know if it's usual or unusual for men or boys to experience that, but I certainly did. Um, I don't think I have body dysmorphia. See, this is therapy for me, but I don't think I quite have body dysmorphia, but um, at that age, I definitely didn't feel comfortable in my body. Like 
all around me there were these more athletic um, uh, young boy or sorry older boys and young men who were already starting the process of like growing into their adult bodies I was just like a marshmallow like jammed into husky jeans and uncomfortable fitting t-shirts right like my biggest terror in junior high and even like you know the first year or two of high school was being on a team where you had to play skins right they so made like, you take off your t-shirt yeah absolutely they in did in school yes that didn't happen in my school yeah um so like i totally related to their depiction of how um as a young woman she was struggling with her evolving body image because it's something that it absolutely tormented me um in middle in middle school especially somebody who like didn't really like grow into their body until like sophomore junior of high school so like super super awkward times in middle middle school you know and then um so there's like that was a big part of it like how your identity relates you know to your body image so and the other thing i think they i don't know if they showed it well or not but the other thing the movie focused on was um how social media is used to bully and how bullying kind of um takes on a slightly different form like back when i was in junior high like bullies would come up to you and like you know beat the shit out of you right like punch you in the face or punch you in the stomach or take your book bag and unzip it and dump it out in the middle of the cafeteria floor right but the kind of like bullying and social ostracism help me out wingman be a good podcast guest and help me pronounce this word ostracization sure i don't think that's a real word and the ostracization that um her being ostracized her being ostracized there you go that she went through um as an effect of being excluded from like the um the mobile devices that the kids were using or if she like went up to somebody to talk to them, they would just ignore her by looking at their devices. <clears throat> was um, I don't know. It was really impactful to me, and it felt like I'm. Um, it was like bullying people by making them feel lonely and giving them no way to way to connect with you. Because it seemed like anyways in the movie that that was the only way kids were connecting with each other was through their mobile devices. Is that Ichabod? Yeah. What is this? So I guess what I'm saying like is when like I was um who's Ichabod? Tell people. Our cat. And what is it that you're hearing that's disturbing you? Like he's snoring, but he's like on the other side of the room. Yeah, he's a big cat. He's twenty pounds. Um, so I guess what I'm saying um, is like when I was going through middle school or junior high, like people didn't ignore you, like they were mean to you, and that was some kind of attention. You know, it didn't make you feel like you didn't exist. And I'm not saying that bull, like the kind of bullying I experienced when I was in middle school was, you know, any better than this. But it just it it it's one of the things I left thinking about. Like, is it is it worse to feel like you don't exist, or that you, yeah, than people at least acknowledging you exist and then beating you up? I don't know what's worse. Hmm. Yeah, that movie really impacted you. You you keep talking about it. Yeah, no, it did. I mean, it's a sign of a good movie. I mean, mm-hmm. I went through a lot in middle school, like socially. 
I wasn't the, um, the handsome, confident, sawtooth Frank that you know today. <laughs> Love you. How dare you. <laughs> yeah, All right. So I've been thinking about that. Anything else you want to say about that movie? Do you recommend it? That was good. Do you recommend it? Yeah. I recommend it. I thought it was it was well done. If you buy a ticket for me, I'll go see it with you and cry with you. Did you cry? I did tear up. I didn't cry. I, te- I did tear up. Did I cry? I don't think you cried. See, I only cry at children's movies. Wait, Interesting. I feel like I cried. Did you cry? Was it that movie or was it the other one? I don't uh, feel like I would have cried the other one. All right, we've got a few more minutes. Do you want to talk about... No, I don't. Oh, okay. Um, well, listen, Stomping Jen. Yes, Sawtooth Frank. Thanks for coming on again. You're welcome. I really enjoy talking to you. I, w- I think there wasn't enough music conversation in this. There was enough. No, we could have talked more. We'll do another music podcast. Because you like hijacked it and talked about that movie for the last 20 minutes. I needed to get all of that out. Okay, we could have had a movie podcast if you wanted to have a movie podcast. We'll splice this in with a movie podcast. No, we won't. This will be the podcast. It won't be edited in any way, and it'll be what it is. Okay. And we'll do another music podcast that I'll hijack. Great. If you want to pick a different topic, go ahead. I don't know if I'm going to have you back on. What? This was going good for a while, but then... Then? Then I bared, then my, then I bared, my, then I bared my soul and it got weird. It didn't get weird. You just changed the topic completely. All right. All right. For reals. For reals. As the kids say, thanks. And, um, it's hope, been a pleasure. I, I, I hope you can come back on. <laughs> okay. hope you invite me back on. Sounds like you might not. All right, um, everybody. Peace out. Give it up for Stomping Jen. What? What? And um, I give you a hearty and heartfelt. Bye now. Adios. Hasta la vista. See you later. Hello. Bye now.